We're going to start in a seated position. So find a comfortable cross-legged seat, perhaps up on some padding. Make sure the level of your pelvic crest is higher than the level of your knees. So it may be a blanket, it may be a block, it may be a series of things underneath your hips to achieve that so that your inner thighs can release so you can sit comfortably here for upwards of five minutes. Rest your hands on your thighs. If you have not already, close your eyes and arrive. Bring your mind into the room, onto your mat, and into your body for the next several minutes of practice, maybe 83, maybe 87. Um, whatever it is, be here now. Connect with your body in this shape. Recognize those spaces where you are rooting down. So where does your body make connection with the floor or the props beneath you? Visualize energy rooting down into that space. So feel that you are not just sitting atop the earth, but extending into that space. And then from that connection, begin to grow tall through your spine. Lift into your armpit chest, and I've been giving this cue uh, recently of uh, hooking your thumbs into your armpits so you can physically lift into the armpit chest roll as you roll your shoulders back and open up your collarbones. Release your hands back down if you've done that a self-adjustment and allow your shoulder blades to release down the back side of your chest. So with this opening of the heart you may have noticed that your head is tilted up. Draw your chin back parallel to the floor. Ease the sides of your neck back and lengthen along the back side of your neck and extend through the crown of your head. Bring your attention to your abdomen. Tone your upper abdomen by drawing your left and right front lower ribs into a central point and then easing that point gently towards your spine. So create a tone in the upper abdomen and length through the lower back. Lift the hip points up and you may feel that uh, engagement of Mula Bandha, so the root lock drawing in and up on your pelvic floor and Uyana Bandha, uh, the lower abdomen drawing in as well. Okay, come back to your breath. Soft face. Neutralize expression by allowing your forehead to be broad, cheeks slack, eyelids heavy, jaw soft. Breathe in and out through your nostrils and cultivate your slow and deep breath pattern. So each inhale, sipping in a little bit more air at the top of your lungs. Each exhale, allowing additional moment at the bottom of your breath to try to press out any stale air that remains. you have not already, begin Ujjayi Pranayama by drawing in a gentle contraction at the back of your throat. Listen for the sound of your breath. And try to create an evenness of tone from the very beginning of your inhale to the very end of your inhale. 
from the very beginning of your exhale to the very end of your exhalation. So this evenness of tone is going to be a reflection of an evenness of, even rate of breathing. So the, uh, especially with the exhale, I notice when we're breathing slowly <coughs> or deeply, we may have the tendency to push a lot of air out of the, at the, of the lungs in a burst as we begin to exhale, and then it tapers off quickly. So try to control those moments at the beginning of the exhale and the moments at the beginning of each inhale so that you're breathing out and in slowly and evenly. Consider that this is a time set apart in your practice just for breath. So let yourself be immersed in the experience of your breath. Recognize that each moment of each breath is a new, new moment, a new experience. the end of your next exhalation, flutter open your eyes as you resume your breath, <coughs> and switch the cross of your legs. So just simply bring the opposite ankle on top, bring your right hand behind your right hip, left hand to your right thigh, lengthen your spine, and exhale to twist. From left to right, bottom to top, inside to out, keep your head over your heart, heart over the center of your pelvis. Legs and hips rooting down, right shoulder blade hugs to the back of your chest. You can even bring your, the head of your left arm bone uh, down away from your left ear. Feel a stretch from the ear to the shoulder, the trapezius muscles. Keep this, the face soft and neutral. And from here, right arm to the sky, lift up out of your right waistline, keeping the hip tacked down and lean the upper body in the angle of the right thigh. Use your left hand to draw your left shoulder forward as you look up beyond your right tricep muscles. So lateral extension from the right hip to the right fingertips. Breathe along your right side. And I encourage you to move from within. So don't focus too much on what this, the external expression of this is, because especially early on in class, early on in the day, there might not be much uh, bend here at all. So focus on using your breath to create space along the right side, and then inhale to center, 
and switch. Left hand behind the left hip, right hand crosses to left thigh. Inhale to grow tall and exhale to revolve. Again, from inside to out, from bottom to top, from right to left now. Left shoulder blade hugs to the back of the chest, right, shoulder, right head the arm bone away from the right ear. Chin parallels the floor. Think about taking the gaze over the left shoulder and leading the gaze with the right eye. Neutralize the expression of your face. Release in the legs. Notice any uh, tendency to tense up the legs. Where are you holding unnecessary tension in your postures? Lengthen up through the left arm. Reach the left arm along your left ear. Tap your left hip down as you lean the upper body over the right thigh. So uh, left hip down, reach through the left fingertips, revolve the right shoulder slightly forward, take the gaze up beyond the left tricep muscles. And again, this uh, you may not need to lean very much at all to start to feel a big, long stretch along the shoulder, the outer ribs, the outer waist. Breathe into that sensation as you inhale. Turn the gaze, turn the expansion inward, and then as you exhale, extend outward. Back to center, and then lean over, and we're going to fold over the right leg. So turn the chest over the right leg, extend out through the left fingertips, tuck your chin to your chest, keep your tailbone tucking towards the floor. Draw your belly button in towards your spine so the spine is rounded here. Feel space being created between the back side of each vertebra. Keep the left hip tacking back and down. And then we're going to walk through center over towards the left. Angle the upper body over the left thigh. Stretch out through the right fingertips. Tack the right hip down. Shift your belly from right to left. Try to square your chest, square your belly button over your left thigh. Round the spine, chin to chest, forehead towards the leg or to the leg. And then again with the breath, uh, inflate the back body. Exhale, pull your belly button in towards your spine, release your head down. Inhale, come back through center and press your way up. <coughs> Does everybody have access to a strap? If you have one, I'll throw you one. There you go.
And once the leg is at that optimal uh, extension, begin to lift your heel. So uh, maybe make your first goal the uh, straightening along the back of the leg, second goal, try to get the heel over the hip. And if that is easily achieved, maybe start to move beyond that point, bringing the leg past the 90 degree angle. Keep the left thigh grounding towards the floor, extend out through both legs. And I want you to have enough uh, straps so that the head and shoulders stay down. If you can keep the head and shoulders down and either grab the foot with both hands or take hold of the big toe with the right middle and index finger, uh, feel free to do that too. Keep the right leg flexed and extended. So uh, I've been giving this instruction a lot lately too, this, uh, the stocking instruction or the tights instruction. So um, it's this idea that having this, the, the idea of an external force drawing in on the leg, so like a tight fabric, hugging the skin to the muscle, muscle to the bone. So pull the, uh, this imaginary tight stocking up your right leg so that the, the muscles not only tone in, but they tone up the leg, drawing the kneecap towards the front of the hip. And widen your right outer hip away from your right armpit. So a little bit of work here, a little bit of tension to the back of the right leg might allow you to go deeper into the expression of this shape, bringing the leg closer to your chest. Listen to the back of your right leg. Notice where you are the tightest or the most restricted and bring your attention into that area. So by bringing attention, by uh, directing energy, uh, into that area, can you start to loosen things up? Pass the strap into the right hand or grab the outside of the right foot with the right hand. Left hand can uh, manually ground the left thigh down as you wind your right leg out to the right. Extend through the inseam of your right thigh, tap your left hip, your left ribs, your left shoulder back towards the earth. And again, widen your right outer hip away from your right armpit. So the tendency here is for the right side body to uh, kind of contract here. We're trying to keep the right side body long by widening the outer hip away from the armpit. Pay attention to the pose. So what, is, what are you feeling? Where are you feeling it? So it's somewhere... Probably starting at the inner groin, you're going to start feeling an extension of the inner leg. So where is it? How do you interact with that experience? Is your body telling you to back off? Is your body telling you you can go deeper to your edge? And that uh, the edge is an elusive thing. What what is your edge? One day in a posture is not going to be the same as the next day. Okay, right leg back to center, and switch the uh, strap or the foot to the left hand, right arm out to the right, and slowly ease the right leg to the left, stacking the right hip on top of the left hip. Might, <laughs> if you're like me, you might give your leg a lot more strap, uh, slap on the strap at this point. Um, 
Target the outside of the right leg, the outer right hip, the lower right, the right side of the low back. Draw your chest towards the right, so right shoulder taps back, right ribs tap back as the hips shift to the left. Might be the sensation of wringing out your internal organs, so your, uh, your abdomen's going to be twisted here. Again, keep the right side body long by widening the right outer hip away from the right shoulder. I always uh, give this, a, a, this uh, option of pushing the right thumb into the right hip crease to widen the hip away. So even if you don't want more, you might try that just to feel how, uh, how much more you can get into that hip. Try to breathe here if you have gone to a place with a pose that is not, uh, not um, sustainable, then come back. And with an inhale, right leg back through center. Re-square the hips, draw the leg back towards the chest <coughs> once again. So revisiting the initial hamstring stretch. And release the right foot back to the floor. Bend both knees and cross the right ankle over the left thigh, flexing the right foot. And draw the right, the left knee in towards your chest as you either interlace your fingers behind the left thigh or in front of your left shin. Keep the right foot flexed as you draw the shin closer to your chest. You can use your right elbow to widen your right knee away. So this is a uh, pose that more frequently is uh, comes about towards the end of class. So notice your relationship to it here early on in the practice, maybe early on in the day, early on in the week, uh, targeting the right outer hip. So find the place where the pose is um, creating the most sensation and be present with that. Breathe into it. How does an inhale differ from an exhale? Release the left foot down, extend the right leg straight, ground through the back of the right thigh, and then bring your left knee into your chest, loop the strap around the knuckles of the left foot as you extend the left leg. So again, make it your first goal to get more extension along the back of the left leg to come towards straight. And then once the leg is as straight as it's going to be, they start to lift the leg first towards that 90 degree angle, heel over the hip, and if that is easily achieved, then begin to go beyond that point. So less slack on the strap, maybe hands even start to uh, touch the, the foot. Keeping the head and shoulders down, wind your left outer hip away from your left armpit. Again, this idea of pulling the stocking onto your left legs hugging skin to muscle, muscle to bone, and pulling everything up towards the hip. Notice how you can change the concentration of the stretch along the back of the leg by pushing out through different parts of your foot. So pushing out through the big toe ball now, sickling uh, the outer edge of your foot towards the ceiling, pushing up with more uh, strength through the heel. 
Maybe you can go a little further here after uh, some time spent in the pose. Keep the right inner thigh wrapping towards the floor. Switch the strap or the foot into the left hand. Right arm can go out to the right or the right palm can ground the right thigh as you widen the left leg out to the left. Keep hold of the strap or take the foot. Again, keep the left side body long here. So again, the um, idea is that the left and right side bodies are extending or at, at the same um, length and counter the tendency to the left side to shrink or contract by widening the outer hip away from the armpit. Extend through the inseam of the left leg, and you may notice here, or you might notice with the uh, first pose in the sequence too, that there is a difference between this side and the last side. I'm just noting that because I'm noticing that. So, um, so lead your path, lead your practice from your own experience. Uh, if you need to express this side in a different way than the first side, please do. Maybe you can grab the foot here and you put it on the first side. Maybe you need more strap on this side. Tuck the right shoulder back towards the floor, keeping the chest and the front of the ribs, the front of the pelvis open towards the sky. Bring the left leg back to center, switch the strap or pass the foot to the right hand. Slowly widen the left leg to the right, stacking the left hip on top of the right hip, but trying to keep the left shoulder tacked back to the floor. So one thing I like to do here is push the right elbow down, lift the right shoulder up to get the left shoulder deeper towards the floor. And then place both shoulders back down. So notice where you're feeling, what you're feeling, maybe contrast what you're feeling here with what you felt on the first side. Maybe a whole different region of the leg or the hip. Be with it, breathe through it. If you'd like, push the left thumb into the left hip crease, widening the hip away from your face. Just a little bit of pressure here might create a lot of sensation. So bring the right leg back to center. Stay here for a moment, re-squaring the hips, re-grounding the left thigh. Pull the leg towards the chest, reaching through the heel, pulling back through the toes, widening through the left outer hip. Release the leg, both feet to the floor, and thread the needle. Hook at your left ankle over your right thigh, widening your left knee away as you draw your right thigh into your chest, interlacing the fingers behind the thigh in front of the shin. You might notice that uh, early on in practice, you don't want to do the hands in front of the shin. Press your left elbow into your left thigh as you draw your 
knee and shin closer to your chest, widening your left knee away. Head and shoulders can rest on the floor, targeting the left outer hip. And I didn't say this on the first side, but you might uh, shift the knees, the shin from side to side slightly to get a little uh, different concentration in the outer hip. Release the right foot down, unhook the ankle, roll to one side, and you press your way up to a tabletop position. Could have just done that the whole class. Okay, uh, plant your wrists below your shoulders, spread your fingers, knees are hip width distance apart, and begin some cat and cow stretches. Inhale, belly and chest down, tailbone and gaze lift, and exhale to round your spine, chin to chest, tailbone towards the floor, belly button towards the ceiling, push the earth away into your cat stretch and continue through these two shapes, making any variation that you'd like, holding in one shape or the other, shifting the hips from side to side, bending the elbows, bringing the chest towards the floor, or just doing your straight up cat and cow stretches. Really an opportunity to make variations and to move from within making each pose an expression of your experience on the mat today. Okay, come to neutral. Walk your knees back six inches. Take them a little bit wider than hip width distance apart and extend your arms forward for a puppy dog pose. For today, grab the outside edges of your mat Push the mat away as you extend your chin and chest forward and tilt your tailbone up, widening your inner thighs back and apart. And then chin and chest melt towards the floor. Lift your outer armpits away from the floor to contract the muscles of your upper back and then widen your shoulders away from your ears to expand the upper back. Continuing to press the mat away from your body to tilt your uh, hips up higher to widen your inner thighs more. And then from here, plant your hands, tuck your toes, send your hips up and back for our first downward facing dog of today's practice. And notice how long those legs are already. Push the earth down forward, lift your hips up and back. You can walk your dog and, so as I said, this is, <laughs> This dog is going to uh, be our first dog of the day, but if you might feel that your legs are a little longer than your typical first dog after all of those Stupta Padangusasana stretches, reclined hand to big toe sequence stretches. Bring your dog to stillness. With an inhale, lift your right leg straight up and back. Look between your hands, and as you exhale, lunge your right foot forward. Exhale. Straighten the right leg, round your spine, tuck your chin to your chest, send your hips back. Inhale, sit the hips down and forward, curl your chest forward, lunge. Exhale, modified pyramid pose, round the spine, hips go back. Inhale forward and continue to move with your breath. Maybe the hands are on the floor, maybe the hands are on blocks, they might walk forward and back. And continue to move with your breath, similar in the chest to cat and cow. Um, more, more leg work, more hip work. 
Exhale back. Inhale to come forward. Pause in your lunge. Left palm to the floor. Right hand to your right thigh. Press your hand into your thighs. You revolve your left ribs towards your right inner thigh. Stack your shoulders. Right arm to the sky. Shift weight out of your left wrist into your knuckles as you revolve your right ribs towards the sky. Gaze towards the sky. Lift through your left inner thigh. Reach through the crown of your head. Extend back through your heel. Frame the front foot. Press back. Downward facing dog. Inhale, left leg lifts, look forward, exhale, lunge the left foot between the hands. Set up with the fingers, with another exhale, the hips go back, round your spine, send the left hip back as you ground through the left toe. Inhale, come forward, shoulders roll back, exhale back, continue to move with your breath. Inhale to come forward, exhale, you go back. Pause in one shape or the other. Move the hands as necessary or use blocks underneath the hands. Inhale, come forward, right palm to the floor, left hand to your thigh. Press your hand into your thigh as you revolve your right hand <coughs> your left inner thigh. Stack the shoulders, sweep the left arm up, lift through the back inner thigh, extend through the crown of the head, revolve your right ribs towards the ceiling, look up, reach up, shift weight out of your right wrist into the knuckles, hand down, press back, downward facing dog, and let's do some push-ups. Inhale to come forward, exhale to lower down with control, possibly coming to your knees, inhale as you press back up, Exhale, hips leave you back down, dog or child's pose. Inhale to come forward. Exhale to lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back down, dog. Two, three more. First set. Inhale to come forward. Exhale as you lower. Inhale to press up. Exhale, back down, dog. Inhale to come forward. Exhale to lower. Inhale, press. Exhale back. Last one. First set. Inhale forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press, exhale, back, down dog. Slowly walk your feet to your hands, one footprint at a time, until you are folded forward at the top of your mat, feet hip width distance apart, bend your knees, rest your torso on your thighs, let your upper body hang, grab hold of opposite wrists, opposite forearms, or opposite biceps, as you allow the weight of the upper body to release using the support of the legs. Shift side to side, make subtle movements, to encourage the complete release, the complete letting go of the weight of the head, the arms, the shoulders, creating more space along the spine. Maybe arms sway from side to side, hips sway from side to side, head shakes, yes and no. Each inhale, drawing energy up the back sides of the legs, and each exhale, cascading that energy down the length of the spine, through the elbows, through the crown of the head. And then fingertips back to the floor. Actively extend the crown of your head towards the floor. With your fingertips on the floor, you might begin to widen your elbows out to either side of the room. Lift your shoulders up away from your ears. Press your feet into the floor and slowly start to lengthen along the back of your legs as you lift your hips. Pull on those tight stockings. Hug skin to muscle, muscle to bone. Lift everything away from the floor as you continue to push down through the soles of your feet. Extend the crown of your head deeper.
Keep your he- legs and hips as they are. Bring your palms to your shins. Press your arms straight. Extend your heart forward. And exhale, fold forward. Inhale, sweep your arms out, up, and overhead. Rise to standing. Arms touching, uh, palms touching at the top. And exhale, arms to your sides. Again, inhale, sweep your arms up. Look up, palms touch at the top. Exhale, gracefully fold forward. Fingertips to the floor, head released. Inhale, palms to shins, extend your spine. Exhale as you fold. Inhale to rise, arms overhead, palms touching at the top. Exhale, arms to your sides. Take your feet a little wider apart and just uh, hit yourself with your arms as you uh, shake out, get loose. Uh, What is this called? It's <laughs> called swinging from side to side. It's called hit your neighbor. Let me take your pose. Yeah, say something. Or hit your own booty pose. Hit your own booty pose. Okay. Bring the feet together. No more silliness. Okay, lift your toes, spread them out. Push down through the soles of your feet. Pull on your tight stockings. Lift your hip points. Lengthen through your uh, tailbone. Roll your shoulders back and sweep your arms up and overhead. Hook your thumbs at the top. Open your palms up and continuing to lift your chest. Gently draw your shoulders back behind your or draw your four, your biceps back behind your ears. <coughs> Root down through your left heel. Lift out of your fingertips and exhale. Upper body leans just slightly to the right, keeping your hips and chest squared forward. Inhale to center. Exhale, lean to the left. Rooting down through your right heel. Inhale, center. Exhale, lean right. Inhale, center, exhale, left. Inhale, center, look up. Begin to pull your biceps even further back behind your ears. Lift from the back of your heart to the sky and just very, very slightly arch back in the upper back. And then chest forward, arms forward, head forward. Release your arms to your sides. Inhale, sweep the arms up. Look up, palms touch the top. Exhale, flow forward. Gentle bend in the knees. Release your head and just walk out your legs. Bending one knee, reach the opposite hip towards the ceiling. And from here, walk your fingertips behind your heels. Sit down into your imaginary chair. Thighs parallel to the floor. Weight of the heels, ankles and knees hug gently together. Round your spine, chin to chest, belly button away from the floor. Hips stay low, look forward. Reach your arms forward and then hook your thumbs. Maybe the opposite thumb in front. If you can figure that out, reach through your fingertips, pull back through your waistline and then peel your chest up, bringing your biceps back behind your ears. Pull your hands apart as you lift your chest up. Sit low, waistline back, lift up. Exhale, fold forward, hands to the floor, release your head. Inhale, palms to shins, extend your heart. Exhale and fold. Fingertips to the floor. Inhale, sweep up. And exhale, arms to your sides. Okay, stand onto your left foot. Lift and spread your left toes. Place your foot down. Bring your right heel to a hover. Starting with a pretty straightforward balance here. Reach down through your heel. Lengthen your spine. Broaden your chest. And then draw your knee up towards your chest. Interlace your fingers around your right thigh. And then take hold of your knee. 
Draw your right shoulder back and twist your upper body towards the right wall. Keep your right outer hip wrapping down towards the floor, left ribs towards the right wall, left shoulder towards the right wall. Extend your right arm straight back. And if you'd like here, you can grab the outside of the foot, extend the left leg straight, or just do this. <laughs> Press down through your left foot, lift through your chest, maybe start to look back to your right thumb. And then bring the chest forward, good. Release the right knee down. Root through your right foot, square your hips, square your chest, extend your left heel down. Reach through the left toes, pull back through your right. Reach through the left heel, pull back through your right toes. Establish a steady gaze. Pull your knee into your chest, interlace your fingers, hug your thigh into your chest, and then bring your thigh parallel to the floor. This is how we did it? Okay. Left hand to the hip, right hand to the left thigh. Use your right hand against the thigh to wrap your right shoulder towards the left wall. Left shoulder towards the wall, now, now the right, the right wall. Uh, left arm extends back. Maybe keep hold of the thigh or reach for that foot by pulling the knee into the chest. Grab the outside edge of the foot and then extend the left leg straight. Wind the left outer hip away from your left armpit. Right ribs lap, <laughs> wrap left, root through your right foot. Look back beyond your left fingertips. And then bend the knee, release the foot to the floor, face forward, feet to the floor. <clears throat> Big toes touch, inhale, sweep your arms overhead, and exhale, flow forward. Inhale, palms to the shins, extend your spine. Exhale and fold, walk your fingertips behind your heels, sit your hips low. Sit into your imaginary chair, waistline back, round your spine, look forward, extend your arms forward. Take your right hand to your right thigh, waistline back, and then hook your left elbow to the outside of your right knee or thigh. Keep your hips low as you shift your left, rib, left ribs, left shoulder towards the right. Pull your left hip back in space. Maybe bring hands to prayer or right hand, right knuckle into your left palm. Shift your right shoulder on top of your left. Look up, sit low, weight in the heels, ankles and knees, hug gently together. And then look down, hands down, hips high, fold forward. Inhale, palms to the shins. Extend your heart. Exhale, sit down into your imaginary chair. Round your spine, chin to chest, belly button away from the thighs. Look forward, reach forward. And then left hand to your thigh. Reach up, curl your chest towards the sky. Miss that cue on the first side. Hook your right elbow to the outside of your left thigh. Waistline back, shoulders revolve towards the left wall. Either hands to prayer or left knuckle in your right palm. Push your left shoulder on top of your right, waistline back, hips low, draw your right hip back in space. And then fold forward, fingertips towards the floor, hips high, head low. Release here, maybe walking out the legs, bending one knee, reach the opposite hip towards the sky. Fold forward. Uh, bring your forward fold back to stillness, exhale, release, 
Inhale, palms to shins, extend your spine. Exhale, plant your hands and send the legs back to downward facing dog. Inhale, come forward. Exhale, lower down. Second set of five push-ups. Inhale, push up. Exhale, hips lead you back one. Inhale as you come forward. Exhale as you lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, hips lead you back two. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back. Two more. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back. Last one, best one. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower with control. Inhale, press up. Exhale, hips move you back. Downward facing dog. Inhale, lift your right leg straight up and back. Lift to the top of your mat. Exhale, lunge your right foot between your hands. Grab a block. Oh, sorry. Oh, I, <laughs> it, it, uh, there's no advantage to having one block or the other in this particular situation. Okay, step your left foot forward. We're setting up for um, pyramid pose and revolve triangle. So uh, left toes point towards the top left corner of your mat. Um, I can never... I think it goes both ways. You can either have your heels in two separate tracks or you can line them up. I tend to go towards lined up and I always notice if I, there's a mirror around that my hips are never even. So uh, against my own <laughs> normal, <laughs> against my own instinct, I'm gonna say um, take your heels into two separate tracks. So if you send a line from your right heel to your left heel, it's not going to hit it. <laughs> Okay, Does that make sense? Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> if your legs fall off tomorrow, we'll, you'll know why. Okay, press down through your right big toe ball mount, pull back through your right outer hip. And where are your hands? They're either on the floor on the other side of the front foot or they're on blo a block on the out inside or outside of the foot. Um, let's come up so that that's not an issue right now. Okay, let's, uh, let's have the hands on the hips, thumbs pointing towards the spine, fingers wrapping to the outsides of the hips. Uh, pull the right outer hip back and then pull on that tight stocking on the right leg. So hug everything in, tone the leg. Wrap the le left outer hip forward, roll the shoulders back, hug your shoulders deeply onto the back of your heart. Lift through the front of the heart, look up, and then as you exhale, hinge at the hips and bring the chest parallel to the floor. Right hip pulls back, chest extends forward. So as the hips anchor you back, the chest extends forward to lengthen the spine. Bring your left hand down to the floor or to a block. So at the, the <laughs> most uh, assisted would be a block at the inside of your left foot. The least assisted would be the floor at the outside of your right foot. So right foot, sorry. Um, or onto the foot. I like to just put the hand on the foot. So extend your chest forward, keep it parallel to the floor as you begin to revolve your left ribs towards the right wall. Draw your right hip back. Try to pull your right shoulder on top of your left shoulder. And let's just go for a revolved half moon pose, why don't we? So bring the hand with or without the block about 12 to 18 inches in front of the right foot. Shift weight into the right foot. Lift the back leg. Revolve the chest towards the right wall. Lift the left thigh to the height of the left hip. Left heel to the height of the left hip. 
Stack the shoulders, push down through your right foot, and then slowly come back. <clears throat> Hands to the hips, elbows to the sky, come on up. Good job. Okay. <laughs> Frame the front foot, press back, downward facing dog. Okay, left leg lifts. Now we know it's coming. Look forward and <laughs> step your left foot behind, between your hand. I'm just, you now, I'm just like, now I know what's coming too. Okay, step your right foot forward, right toes to the top right corner of your mat. Uh, give those two separate lanes. Press your left leg straight, hands onto your hips. Thumbs point towards your spine, fingers to the outside. Roll your elbows back. Root down through your left big toe ball now. Pull your stocking up your left leg. Wrap your right outer hip forward. Look up. Extend up along the front side of your torso from your belly button to out through your chin. Keep the front of your body long as you hinge forward at the hips. Chin and chest parallel to the floor. And then bring your right hand to a block at the inside or outside of your foot or onto the foot itself. Find, your, uh, find what works best for you to stack the shoulders. So, so as you revolve the right ribs towards the left, if, um, if it's really hard to get the left shoulder on top of the right shoulder, you might bring your hand onto a block to assist. Left outer hip back, chest and the crown of the head extend forward, stack the shoulders. If the shoulders are stacked, maybe the left arm experiments with reaching up. Revolve your right inner body towards the left. Okay, let's try the revolved half moon again. So you can take the hand to the hips as you come forward, lift onto the right toes, bend the front knee, step the hand with or without the block forward, and then wrap your right ribs towards the left wall. Try to lift your right inner thigh, lift right inner thigh, press down through the left foot. Revolve, extend through the crown of your head, reach back through your tailbone, and then hand to hip, come back, both hands to hips, elbows to the sky, push up, frame the front foot, press back, downward facing dog, push the hips up and back, hands down and forward, and then bring your knees to the floor, and we'll do our inversion. So, what do you want to do? Do you want to do the um, tripod headstand again? Uh, I'd say let's keep going with headstand. So either uh, do the tripod headstand or the hands interlaced. I'll give you another, uh, I'll give you another demo of the tripod headstand just because um, you might want to try it again in the practice when we do our arm balances. Um, so, for tripod headstand, find a little bit of wall space to <coughs> practice against. Uh, take the wrist shoulder width distance apart. I found that uh, some people practicing this uh, estimated that their shoulders were more narrow than they were. So uh, generally, your the if you your hands are shoulder width distance apart, depending on your body and the size of your mat, uh, your hands are going to be almost to the edges of your mat. And uh, then I'm going to bend my elbows, bring the crown of my head into a triangle with my wrists. So it's about, it's almost an equilateral triangle, I'd say, or at least, what's it called when two sides are the same? At least two sides are the same. Isosceles? Isosceles, is that right? Okay, my uh, physicist is 
agreeing with that. Um, okay. <laughs> So I'm going to bend my elbows so that my elbows are over my wrist. Uh, my, my elbows are bent at a 90 degree angle. Tuck my toes under, lift my hips up, push down through the crown of my head. So I'm really rooting through my head and just balancing that, uh, really finding the balance with weight shifting from hand to hand. Okay, then I'm going to bring one knee up, kick my hips to the wall, feet to the wall, lengthen my legs up the wall, tuck my tailbone. Push down through my head as I experiment with coming away from the wall. And I, I, I don't see that as the crown of your head. That's not really the crown. That's the top. You think the I top and the crown is a different thing? Yeah, I do. I think the crown. Where do you think the crown I think of your the head crown is? I think this is the crown. Right here. Oh, I... Um, because when I do the other headstand... You're way back here? Yeah. I'm way back. It's, oh, it's, it's just me. I would say that, um, for me at least, uh, I don't know if it's from years of practice, but there's like, it's more, there's a flat part, right? Um, you know, I think you've heard me say this gauge before. It's like, put your thumbs in your ears and then touch your middle fingers over your head, and that's generally where you're pushing down for a headstand. Okay. Um, I stand corrected. But, you know, the curvature of your spine might be more supported by being further back on your head. Mm -hmm. So, if you're practicing headstand without neck pain, and you're pushing down further back on your head, I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't necessarily say you're doing it wrong. I mean, yeah. If you, if you go to this further forward place, and your neck starts to hurt, I'm not going to say, oh, that's better. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so do your uh, headstand thing. Uh, either on the forearms or on the hands, and you can experiment with. Once you have your, um, once you have your balance there, you can experiment with different stuff. So if you come away from the wall and um, you want to do something a little different today, uh, you might take the legs wide apart and then shift the hips to one side, kind of keeping in trend with what we've been doing throughout the practice today. Um, Otherwise, just stay in a more, um, more, you know, not totally static, but more static um, expression of the headstand, or you can experiment with transitions into the headstand. Good. Good, Mary. Elbows in just a little bit. Good. You have a beautiful... Thighs can go back just slightly from there, uh, away from the wall, I guess, in this case. Good. And always, um, when you are ready to come out of your headstand, no, that looks great, Len. Um, then come to a child's pose. Do you think is going into the arms, the shoulders? As honest to me, I should I should look this up. What other people <laughs> feel about this, or what the general knowledge is about this? But for the tripod headstand, I feel like it's very nominal. It's, yeah, it does feel very nominal. Like I feel like if you're trying, you know, you see pictures of people just balancing on their head, yeah. you know, and I think that's kind of you take the hands in the tripod and then you take the arms straight out 
then you just get rid of your arms. <laughs> okay, come to your child's pose if you are not there already. Um, you can experiment with uh, knees together and arms forward. I recommend maybe taking the arms back to really get that release of the upper back and the neck. Slowly walk your hands back towards your hips. Swing your legs forward to lie on your back. Extend your legs out straight. Again, as though you are standing in Tadasana on your back. Press down through your feet. Hold the stockings up your legs. Try to lift the front of your hip points towards your face, towards your shoulders, as you extend your tailbone towards your heels. Reach your fingertips up towards the ceiling, look up, and as you exhale, peel the head, neck, and shoulders away from the floor, point your fingertips towards your toes, inhale to go back, and exhale to curl. Inhale, go back, and exhale to curl. Inhale, go back, and release the arms for a moment. We're going to do our half boat pose, and um, I'm going to give you the option of doing the breath or the bellows breath. So um, it's the breath is led by at uh, the strong exhalation or the pushing out of the breath, and then the inhale is kind of just an immediate. Uh, pulling or drawing air back in, it's almost an automatic inhale. So uh, the exhale, uh, pull the, the, the abdomen and the belly button in sharply, so, and it's done in and out through the nose. So bellows are, you know, the, the very antiquated. <laughs> um, so <laughs> you would stoke a fire with uh, with bellows. It's um, like the accordion on one side, and the air pushes out of it to, uh, I guess, to provide the um, fire with oxygen. So uh, I think the technical term is bladder. Bladder. Oh so yeah. Squeeze the bladder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good. Perfect. Okay. So we're gonna come up into Navasana, and then we're gonna uh, do our breath of fire if you like. Arms towards the ceiling, exhale, curl the head, neck, and chest away from the floor, squeeze the legs together, lift the heels off of the floor, and breath of fire, or bellows breath. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two. 
two, and one. Heels down, head down, shoulders down, bend the knees, reach the legs towards the sky, interlace your fingers behind the base of your skull, point your elbows to the sky, lift the head, shoulders off the floor, tuck the tailbone away from the floor, pull your belly button towards your spine, exhale, right leg to a hover, right elbow to the left thigh, inhale, tuck the tailbone, exhale, left leg to a hover, curl right, Inhale, center, tuck the tailbone. Exhale, right. Inhale, center, tuck. Exhale, left. Inhale, center, tuck. Exhale, right. Inhale, center, tuck. Exhale, left. Inhale, center, tuck. Last round. Exhale, right. Inhale, center, tuck. Exhale, left. Inhale, center, tuck the tailbone. Take the arms by the legs. Paddle the arms and belly breath one more time. Tuck your tail up. Five, or ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, and one. Release the hips, release the feet down. <laughs> Take one hand to your belly, one hand to your heart. Feel your breath in your body. First directing breath to your abdomen, inflating the belly, inflating the chest, deflating the chest, deflating the belly. Okay, roll to your right, press your way up to seated. And we are going to do some uh, revolved, revolved uh, crow pose. So you might like a, uh, a block for this, similar as you would use a block in um, straightforward, <laughs> straightforward pigeon pose. Um, so I'm going to demonstrate with the feet on the block. I'm going to uh, Sit with my hips towards my heels, knees hugging together. Similar to what we did in our revolved chair pose. I'm gonna bring uh, my right fingertips to the floor at the outside of my right hips. So kind of bring my fingertips back behind my hip as I keep my knees pointing forward. Extend my right arm along my right ear and then draw my waistline back to get that uh, length in the low spine and tone in the abdomen. And I'm going to hook my elbow to the outside of my right knee. And um, I'm going to bring my right hip onto my right, uh, right elbow. So that's kind of a, that's a little bit of a modification. Um, you can bring the hip onto the elbow or you can try to take the hip off of the elbow. <laughs> um, so I'm going to bring my hands to the right side of my mat, shoulder width distance apart. And then I'm going to start to lean my chest between my hands as I lift my feet up off of the block. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's, uh, so chest moves forward, hips lift up, knees and heels hug in towards one another, and then there's tons of stuff you can try from there. Um, you can try bringing your head to the floor and then uh, coming up into a tripod and stand. So, um, or you could extend the legs out straight uh, together, or you can extend the left leg straight back. Um, so 
let's try something. It, you know, it does give you a little advantage to stand up on the height of a block. So bend the knees, feet together. Um, bring the right hand to the right of your mat and uh, back behind your right hip. Draw your waistline back, keep your hips low. Left arm up out of the left waistline. Draw your waistline back and then plant your left hand down. Again, you can place the right hip on the right elbow or try it without doing that. Shift your chest forward, forward, forward as the hips come up, legs come up. And we can get this. Good, yeah. You can do it without. I mean, the pose is actually without the hip on there. Is this elbow this confuses my right side? No, I mean that yeah. helps you to shift your weight, but it's not really how the pose. It's not like yeah, nice yeah. Elbow. Yeah, it's more like that. I'm trying to think, like in, in traditional crow pose. I mean, I guess true. Like the iron bar crow pose is probably like your legs are up off of both your right, your left arm as well. Like oh, your arms are right. straight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jason can probably do that. <laughs> Good. Okay. Well, we got two sides. I don't so. understand why I can't do this because I can do oh, this yeah. like, you like, like so well. nobody's business, but I can't. And you're so flexible on uh, the rotation. Yeah, I don't understand why I can't do this. Wait, but my brain gets Do you want to try? Yeah, yeah. As soon as my head is like below yeah. my body, I'm like, I don't know what's in leg and what's Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, 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 get, I find that a lot of times the, especially like if you're in heel pose, like the, your connection to left and right becomes very <laughs> So a lot of it, some, it is kind of like, okay, just... Just think about where you're going and just go there without thinking too much. <laughs> you know, without without all the technicalities. Right. Okay, other side. Left side. Right. Okay. Uh, <coughs> feet on the block, heels towards the hips, knees together. Left hand behind the head, right arm up towards the sky, waistline back. So again, hooking, so there's a twist here, hooking the right elbow to the outside of the left thigh. And again, I said it's kind of a, uh, it's a little bit of a, uh, assist or crutch here to bring your left elbow to your left hip. Okay. Um, so your hands are shoulder width distance apart. You're looking forward between your hands. Your heart's going to move in the direction that you're looking. And then your hips uh, lift as the toes lift off the block. Yeah, Lynn, you got this. Yeah, hips, chest forward, chest forward. So the momentum is going forward. The last person that tried to do this got so frustrated they bit the block. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, this is really hard. This is really hard. <laughs> but really fun. Good challenge. Definitely Okay. Great job, everyone. Do you want to go? You want to keep going? I don't know. You guys just. <laughs> you can just continue on. <laughs> okay. Um, let's do a little camel pose. Just a little one. Stand on your knees. Knees hip width as far as hands in your imaginary back pockets. 
Let's do the hands as we did before. So not in your back pockets. Thumbs point towards your uh, your spine. Fingers wrap outside. Elbows back. And look up. <coughs> Roll your shoulder blades onto the back of your chest and then pull them down the back side of your chest. As your uh, shoulder blades draw down, push your thumbs down onto the flesh and uh, muscle of your buttocks. So encouraging the tailbone to lengthen, length through the sacral spine, and engage with your heart, your chest, your lungs. So as you inhale, like your chest is inflating with helium, as you exhale, allow the lightness of the chest to lift you higher. Look along the ceiling and just start to curl in the upper back, keeping the back of the neck long. So we're not even going back, we're just looking back. Roll the shoulders back, lift the chest up, feel the flesh of your chest expanding. And then bring your chest forward, head up, and take a seat on your heels. Hogs to the thighs, close your eyes. Neutralize your spine. Head over heart, heart over hips. And we'll just do one more camel pose, taking it to any depth that you like. So I'll just instruct the same place we just were. Hips over the knees, hands at the low back. Thumbs point in, shoulders roll back, elbows point back, lengthen your tailbone down. As you push down through your knees, lengthen down through your tailbone, lift the front of the hip points, lift the back of the heart to the sky. Again, cultivate the breath. Inhale, inflate the heart. Exhale, release the lightness of the heart skyward. And curl back any amount. If you'd like, you can take the hands to the heels, thumbs to the uh, outside, fingers to the inside, rolling the inner elbows out, lifting the heart higher. And when you're ready, bring the shoulders forward, head comes up last. Swing the legs forward and sit into a uh, stack pose. So maybe the hips are up on a little bit of height here. If you have, uh, you have the height of a single blanket or a block. So whatever height you need to get the lift out of the lower spine. So uh, the block or the blanket, you sit on the edge of it just to tilt the front of the pelvis forward to get that lift through the lower spine. Reach through the heels, reach through the soles of your feet, roll your shoulders back, and then plant your palms either beside your hips, and this will be a, you know, just interesting. Are your arms the same length as your torso, or are your arms longer than your torso? If so, then your hands will come back. Shoulder blades on the back, chest lift, lower ribs in and back. So notice how much you need to engage your torso to keep the lower the middle spine long here and from here bring your right hand between, behind your right knee heel in towards the hip about a fist width distance between the foot <coughs> and the inner thigh left hand behind the hip right arm reaches to the sky lift up out of the waistline and then 
fold forward to the inside of the right thigh. Reach for the outside of the shin, uh, the calf, the ankle, or the foot. And then pull the face towards the foot. Pull the foot towards the face. And wrap the right arm around the front of the right shin, pulling the knee in towards the shoulder. Palm turn to face out at the right hip. And then reach your left hand behind. Either grab fingertips, wrist, or use a strap to make that connection. Shoulders away from the ears. Right outer hip wraps down as your chest extends forward. Release the bind, come back up. And bring the uh, right foot to the inner left thigh or traverse the groin with the heel and the base of the toes. So coming into Janu uh, Shirsasana, so you might uh, angle your padding underneath both hips as your knees are uh, angled out at a little, about a 90 degree angle. Uh, bring your arms, your hands to frame your left leg. Round through the hips, lift through the chest, bring the right hand to the outside of the uh, leg, the calf, the ankle, or the foot, and try to revolve your right ribs to, uh, so that your chest is squared over your left leg. Left fingertips on the floor to shift, help shift the chest. Extend the chin towards the toes, pull the toes back towards the chin. Pull the stocking up your left leg, wrap your right outer hip towards the floor, either choose to stay here, or if you can keep the orientation of the legs, over the chest over the legs, you can bring the right hand to the inside of the foot or leg, the left hand to the outside of the leg or foot, and then pull the elbows towards the sky, shoulders away from the ears as you pull the forehead towards the leg. You can choose to keep the upper back, uh, the chin extending to extend along the throat and along the heart. <coughs> Or you can curl the chin towards the chest and round the upper spine here. I'm fine with either one. So uh, feel what is um, more appropriate for you at this time. The turning, tucking the chin in might help you to turn the gaze in as we slow down the end of the practice. Frame the uh, left leg, pull the chest forward and curl the gaze up. Little counter back bend pose. Walk your hands back towards your hips, extend both legs forward. Move flesh of buttocks back and apart. Extend legs into your staff pose and then second side. Draw your left knee into your chest. Bring the foot uh, about a fist width distance between your foot and your inner thigh. Right hand behind, left arm reaches to the sky, lean forward, reaching for the outside of the uh, leg or foot. Pull your chest through as you tack your left hip back and down. Hug your left leg in towards your left shoulder and then bring your arm around the front of your shin. Palm to face out at the outside of your left hip and then right arm goes behind. Grab fingertips, wrist, or use the uh, strap to extend the length of your arms. Shoulders onto the back, heart and 
chin and chest forward. Lengthen along the front of your torso, and again, this choice to curl the forehead towards the leg or to keep the front of the, the heart and chin extending forward. Bind, pull the chest forward, come up, and Giant Shirsasana, extend your right leg at an angle to the right, bring your left foot to the inner thigh or traversing the groin, so the foot, the base of the toes to the inner thigh of the right leg, the heel to the inner thigh of the left leg, um, shift your uh, blankets to accommodate the hips, Chest squared over the left leg, hand to the outside of the leg, ankle, or foot. Shift the chest over the left, or over the right leg, left inner belly towards the right. Use your right fingertips to accommodate or to help shift the chest towards the right. Left outer hip tacks back and down. And either choose to stay here or take hold of the inside or outside of the leg or foot with the left and right hands. And again, decide whether you want to keep the extension along the uh, upper chest and along the uh, neck and throat, or if you want to curl the chin towards the chest and bring the forehead towards or to the leg or knee. Hands inside and outside of the leg or foot, pull the chest forward, curl the gaze up, little counter back bend pose before you walk the hands back towards the hips. One more time, extend the legs forward, pull the flesh of the buttocks back and apart, press down through the thighs, lift through the chest, and begin to fold forward into, um, into your forward folded shape. Uh, thighs down, reach through the feet. Chin and chest forward, and again, choose to release the head down if you'd like, bringing the head maybe to a blanket, a block, or even the thighs. So what do you like to do with the hands here? Maybe arms are uh, gripping, uh, hands are gripping the outsides of the legs or the feet, or maybe interlace the fingers beyond the feet, wherever you want to be, or hands can just be on the floor. Inner thighs wrap down, outer hips ground. Breathe along your back body. to pull the outsides of the legs or feet, pull the chest 
through, curl the gaze up, little counter pose before walking the hands towards the hips and lying on your back. Make any final subtle movements that you'd like here before making your way into Savasana. So what does that look like today? Um, you'd like to take legs up the wall, maybe you'd like to bring your feet together and bend your knees apart, placing your uh, knees onto blocks. Listen to your body. Is there a, a part of your body that uh, feels tense and can you relax there? Maybe it requires some prop. Sometimes lying on my back just doesn't just, I'm not going to get relaxed there, so, um, <laughs> so notice where you're at, where you're at, and again, move from, move from here, and in this instance, moving into passivity, finding a comfortable place for the body to relax. Arms at your sides, palms open. Feel length along your neck before releasing the weight of your head. Just as we did at the beginning of class, notice those spaces where your body is making contact with the surface, the surfaces beneath you. And connect with those spaces. Release energy down. Lay into the earth. Feel the space where your skin is exposed to the air of the room. And let your edges expand into the air around you. Experiencing at this time that the edges of our physical bodies are not so finite.
back to the fingers, back to toes. Make subtle movement. Reconnect with your breathing. Bend your knees one at a time and roll to one side. Close, come back to a comfortable seated position. Bring your hands onto your heart. We'll close practice with the single sound of OM. Exhale your breath completely. And inhale for all. Push your way to a seated position. Just as we began class, establishing a grounded seat and growing tall out of that seat. Bring your hands onto your heart, one on top of the other. We'll chant OM one single time to close the practice. Exhale your breath and inhale for OM.